Coming up on 5-Minute News. Trump sues to block FBI from reviewing items seized from Florida home. Three Arkansas police officers suspended after brutally beating suspect. And Ford cuts 3,000 jobs as it shifts from gas to electric motors. It's Tuesday, August 23. I'm Anthony Davis. Former President Donald Trump on Monday asked a federal court to temporarily block the FBI from reviewing the materials it seized two weeks ago from his Florida home until a special master can be appointed to oversee the review. Trump's motion, filed in federal court in West Palm Beach, Florida, also demanded that the U.S. Justice Department provide him a more detailed property receipt outlining items the FBI seized from his Mar-a-Lago home during its August 8 search and asked investigators to return any items outside the scope of the search warrant. A special master can sometimes be appointed in highly sensitive cases to go through seized materials and ensure investigators do not review privileged information. When FBI agents had searched the homes of Trump's former lawyers Michael Cohen and Rudy Giuliani, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Manhattan requested the appointment of a special master. Trump's request was assigned to U.S. District Judge Eileen M. Cannon, whom Trump appointed to the bench. A Justice Department spokesman said prosecutors would file their response in court. The August 8 search warrant at Mar-a-Lago was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause, Justice Department spokesman Anthony Coley said. In total, the government has recovered more than 300 documents with classified markings from Mr. Trump since he left office, according to the New York Times. The first batch of documents returned in January, another set provided by Mr. Trump's aides to the Justice Department in June, and the material seized by the FBI in the search earlier this month. The previously unreported volume of the sensitive material found in the former president's possession in January helps explain why the Justice Department moved so urgently to hunt down any further classified materials he might have. Federal authorities said they have started a civil rights investigation following the suspension of three Arkansas law enforcement officers after a video posted on social media showed two of them beating a man while a third officer held him on the ground. The officers were responding to a report of a man making threats outside a convenience store on Sunday in the small town of Mulberry, about 140 miles northwest of Little Rock, near the border with Oklahoma. Arkansas State Police said the agency would investigate the use of force. State Police identified the suspect as 27-year-old Randall Worcester of Goose Creek, South Carolina. The video shows one officer punching the suspect with a clenched fist, while another can be seen hitting the man with his knee. The third officer holds him against the pavement. In video recorded from a car nearby, someone yells at officers to stop hitting the man in the head. Two of the officers appear to look up and say something back to the person who yelled. The officer's comments could not be heard clearly on the video. He was taken to a hospital, then released and booked into the Crawford County Jail in Van Buren on multiple charges, including second-degree battery, resisting arrest and making terroristic threats, state police said. Worcester was released yesterday on $15,000 bond. 
Two Crawford County Sheriff's deputies and one Mulberry police officer were suspended, city and council authorities said. Worcester is white, according to jail booking information, and the three officers involved also appear to be white. A Justice Department spokesperson said on Monday that the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of Arkansas, the FBI's Little Rock Field Office, and the Department of Justice's Civil Rights Division opened a civil rights investigation into the incident. The Ford Motor Company said it will cut a total of 3,000 salaried and contract jobs, mostly in North America and India, as it restructures to catch up with Tesla in the race to develop software-driven electric vehicles. Ford Chief Executive Jim Farley has been saying for months that he believed the Michigan automaker had too many people and that not enough of its workforce had the skills required as the auto industry shifts to electric vehicles and digital services. Like other established automakers, Ford has a workforce largely hired to support a traditional combustion technology product lineup. Going forward, Ford has mapped out a strategy to develop a broad lineup of electric vehicles. Like Tesla, Ford wants to generate more revenue through services that depend on digital software and connectivity. In Monday's email to staff, Farley and Ford said the company's cost structure is uncompetitive versus traditional and new competitors. Rising prices for batteries, raw materials and shipping are putting additional pressure on Ford and other automakers. Ford has begun separating its operations into electric, combustion engine and commercial vehicle operations. Farley said in July cost reduction will happen in the combustion operations. But Ford said on Monday the staff cuts will affect all parts of the company. United Auto Workers Union, which represents the Detroit Automakers U.S. factory employees, have expressed concern that electric vehicles will mean fewer manufacturing jobs and more jobs dispersed to non-union battery and EV hardware factories. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the facts from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, 
or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.